0: Special Event Alert.
1: Get on your feet and run! This is Late for Changeover, your weekly Space News and Variety show. Yeah. I'm Marty Smith, your host, and with me as always is our man in the closet, Jake Wall. What's
2: going on guys, good to see you. And, uh, Shameless plug. and from in the, the
1: Southwest United States, our Big Vern, Mike Johns. How's it going, everybody? Oh, look at that. And I, I don't have my mug today. I don't, I don't even have a mug with my name on it. So. We're here to bring you the latest headlines and updates pertinent to all guardians and to the other lesser branches as well. So take your seats, get informed, and have a laugh as we present Late for Changeover. Gentlemen, it's good to see you as always. Yeah. And what I was saying, Mike, when Eric dropped out, right, and then Kevin dropped out. Well, we knew Kevin was going to be here tonight, right? I was saying it sounds like a Thursday night to NIF session. Because as a scheduler, that's when everybody oh, came up NIF. I, I yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was referring to. Yeah, like,
2: everybody's before. calling in sick, so they don't yeah, it's have to. like, ah, oh, because right, they got knew it. they
1: couldn't see the flight doc until Monday. So, yeah. like, I'd work if I could, but they won't let me on the floor. And I was like, ah, oh, you cheat.
2: <laughs> you yeah. got me good. You got yeah. me good.
1: So now it's uh, internet. Internet is the new DNIF, or DNIP, if you will. So... Uh, Where's Eric at again? Oh, he's got spotty internet. He's
0: uh Island of Venice, right? Down in uh Cancun, just outside of Cancun. Isla oh, yeah. de Muerte so.
1: de uh, Isla, Isla de Whitey. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's
2: Isla de Chafing. Don't play <laughs> yes. some, some bullshit.
1: <laughs> Isla de generic. He's knee deep in
2: his third round at the buffet. <laughs> crying salting his tears or salting his meat with his tears and i shouldn't do it three rounds <laughs>
1: <laughs> i've got to work out tomorrow yeah. <laughs> i've got a i've got a tanning painting i gotta so,
2: feed the skinny legs
1: the reason i don't have my mug i've got my m16 mug right i, I don't know uh-huh. if you, can see that. you can't here. you see it yeah I my see brother it. sent me an attachment <laughs> Look at that! Look at that! Fire. Can you um, see a that?
2: bipod for it.
1: The- he sent me a bipod for it. Look at that! I thought he was setting it for my AR-15, but no, I, I put yeah, it that's on my nice. mug. So if I set it, well, it's a Picatinny rail, rail. You can put it on both. Yeah. I, you can, but uh, my AR-15 has a hand grip on it. I suppose I can remove that, but but it sits at a perfect angle to refill. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So thanks, Jerry. <laughs> so. But This is the biggest, most cumbersome, awkward thing I've heard. Oh, it's ridiculous! <laughs> uh, it keep, is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, four
2: beers in there. Uh,
1: anyway, um, let's uh, let's uh, go into a couple things I found from SpaceX. All right, so the oh, first yeah. one, the first one is pretty cool, and this was on. This was posted on X and this, it's pretty neat. It's every SpaceX launch from the Cape, right? Uh, Since 2014. So, and I don't know who put this together. Obviously it's all simulated, I think, but here we go. You see the date up in the top left and how slow their launch schedule was.
2: Yeah, they're going months between launches. Yeah, yeah. They're
1: going so. multiple per week. Yeah. Yeah, okay, now we we're
0: into 2014. No, yeah,
1: 2014, now they're, they're up. blasting off tw- two per month. <laughs> know,
0: it's crazy.
1: And that's now we're up to 2016. I don't know what <laughs> that was. That looked like a
0: bad launch. There was
2: something <laughs> blowing up on his bed.
0: Shit happens in the park. Oh.
2: Holy crap, they brought in multiple sites dude. I know,
0: look at that.
1: Isn't that crazy? And you can see off in the background, like the rocket bodies starting to come back, the recovered Holy rocket bodies starting to land. <laughs> that You're was that pretty neat. cool, wasn't it? Well, that's yeah, that was ridiculous. Cool, so for those listening, that's a, every whoosh was a rocket taking off, obviously.
2: Yeah. Just the pace that he's doing it, and I, uh, if you think back to when NASA was actually doing our launches, it was like two per year, kind of. That's what it felt like. You
1: yeah. Know? Yeah. It was like a heavyweight fighter taking a fight. Oh. It was like once a year, maybe.
2: Yeah, six, seven months in between fights.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Jeez. Oh, uh. So to even that out, now this one was on space.com. It's like a year old. Um, but there it, is, there it is. So to even it out, this, this video is all the landing failures that they have, right? So all the trials and tribulations they go to make it yeah. look real smooth now. They put the
2: Monty Python music to it, so it's a black screen no money.
1: Is
2: it? Or can you see it?
1: I can't see it. Okay. No. I heard
2: heard the music though. The music sounded fantastic.
1: right, let me turn that off. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Monty Python. I
2: I like Yeah, it seems like he's making light of it with the Monty Python music, but but to be fair. It never, nobody ever considered being able to do this. Oh, yeah, enough. yeah,
1: yeah. Right, 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 right. Can you they're see like, that now?
2: There's, yeah. Yes. Okay. They went years with just throwing trash, decades with just throwing trash into space.
1: Yeah. not And, and, and the like, Russians okay, were worse than us. You know? Yeah.
2: And he's what, like, what if we bring these down? And they're like, nah, get the fuck out of here. I mean, you if he was in
1: the bureaucracy of the government, they would debate that and then ultimately decide no. And he Man. was like, and he's got that freedom where he's just like, let's try it. Let's see what happens. And here obviously it didn't happen smoothly as this video well, will show. So no. Here we go again. But... You can see that now? Yeah, it's yeah. coming in good. Remember, this is a <laughs> space.com video, not a SpaceX one. Look at all that debris. Jeez man. The guy's like
2: The guy spent (laughs) Months and months and months.
1: But I like how they're putting all the little issues on there. Yeah.
2: That they found out. Oh, that
1: was so close. Obviously, a significant amount of fuel still in there for it to yeah. blow up when it falls over. There it is, Burn. Rapid, unscheduled disassembly. Yeah, that was, a, that was <laughs> smart marketing.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know who's putting the little comments on the video.
2: Yeah. Holy sh.
0: <laughs> I know. Things <laughs> get back in the deck. scrapped down.
1: Yeah, yeah. There it goes. Tower. Timber. Boom! <laughs> Jesus.
2: I can't imagine the level of calculations that have to yeah, go on. Amazing. One, the moving barge. Right? It's not. Right. drastically moving but right, it's moving
0: right. well it's also robotic
2: yeah to to the freaking
0: i mean and yeah it's you can just... only like correct for so much of it but it's still it's it's still a phenomenal piece of engineering i mean the guys that came yeah. up with that are,
1: are oh my goodness brilliant yeah. you and, know what? Uh, it, you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of like uh you're in a big meeting right and there's one engineer who wants to do it this way. And are like, we know you want to do it that way. Just relax, Marty. Just relax, all right? We're not going to do that this way. And he's like, God damn it. He's like, don't, you don't have to get pissed off. And that's the guy who leaves. And Elon yeah. hires him. And he's like, what ideas do you have? And he goes, this. We should do this. it.
2: right, let's and try it. And he's like,
1: okay, yeah, let's try it. Hey, that worked like a charm. And he's like, see, I knew it. Um. <laughs> Because the, the the government will chase those guys off because of all yeah. the all the yeah. rules and stuff, right? And and, and then the risk averse attitude that uh, space has, Stratcom had it before, and now space has mm-hmm. it. I'm sure uh, that they're not going to let those guys kind of freelance ideas out there unless they're in a real pinch. But generally, they will be risk averse. So, uh, because it it's not that they're worried about the government's money or the public's money
2: oh that's clear they're worried they're not worried about any of that right they're worried about
1: their careers and they're like well if i take a chance on this no four star is going to back me so i'm not going to take a chance on it and elon's like fucking do it man i don't need people i don't need yes man here go
2: well i'm yeah i'm sure he's a very difficult person to work for directly but Yeah, he's 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 willing to take that. Yeah, Yeah, right. He's willing to take those risks. Right. Okay, Which is funny
1: because the Air Force, as it started off the Army Air Corps, was all about taking crazy risks. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, and they were like, whatever you got to do. Doolittle talked him into flying a B-25 off a bomber. I mean, off a carrier. Yeah. (laughs) All right. And it became a significant move. But... Uh, if they didn't have faith in that guy, you know, if 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 he came back and goes, hey, look, we we relooked it, and uh, most of these aren't going to make it back.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: they'd be like, forget well, it.
0: They were also producing those. I mean, in the hundreds a month, you know, during World War II. I mean, planes were getting lost left and right and all that kind of and they and we had this huge industrial capability that we could just spin those up so you know it's not like you know we build 100 f-22s and any loss really hurts our strategic dominance of of the air yeah that's fair that's fair
1: but still to go um okay uh two-thirds of these bomber crews aren't gonna aren't gonna come back you think they would have approved that goddamn thing even with the bombers but the the crews that made it back. What it, do you remember? How many crews made it back? How many did they got?
0: No, not like a oh, I don't remember.
1: No. Way. I mean, a bunch of
0: them had to bail out over China. Oh, they all bailed out over China. Right. And, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. That was the best case scenario. Best yeah, case scenario: yeah. we crash in Chinese-controlled China.
1: Right. Right.
2: Uh, well, they had like some airships. Japanese-controlled
1: Japanese China.
2: Right. No, they they well, didn't. Don't want to be in in Japanese control they don't be in Japanese control. You just bomb the shit out of them. <laughs> so, so best case scenario, you go just. Oh, I see. Japanese yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Control. I got you. Yeah.
2: And then right. there's airfields that we're gonna make it to, dude. They knew the calculations before they even took off. They're like, fuck, we've.
1: And they some had of to... them
2: were were lucky. They made it past mainland Japan.
1: Right. They had to. They had to launch early too. Right. Wasn't there a storm? Yeah. or Yeah. Or they got. They got by spotted. Radar. Yeah,
2: man, yeah, they got spotted.
1: So, but that's that's the origins of our Air Force, which is very much about taking risks, and then we devolve it into Stratcom and in now space, which is all about don't take any risks. You know, I'm sure they want you to take risks, but that's anybody who's, who's career watching, they're like, I ain't taking no risk. Yeah, <laughs> they'll fry. Yeah, they they definitely out. said it over
0: and over and over again, but they never meant it.
1: And, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> right. They're like, they say it in a press release, but then they come. Yeah. Down oh, we want air. we
0: want airmen to be able to deorbit a satellite if it'll you know do something you know with military advantage. It's like, dude, you guys. Yeah, are that a... sounds
1: that sounds awesome. And then they talk to the officer all afterwards, and you're like, you gave it down to the airmen. Where were you mm-hmm. in this whole process? Yeah uh anyway i thought those were a couple fun videos um if you guys run across any tiktok or anything like that i will give you the ability to share your screen if you're so industrial to find something during the week so yeah look forward to that uh okay let's get (laughs) nope uh let's oh we never really covered eric's down in mexico and teapot's out in disney world
0: disney world yeah
1: so hopefully he helped with this next story. I don't know when he went out there. I don't know if he went out there on Sunday or if he went out there Monday. But uh our first story, uh I took this from the Denver Post. There's many there's many stories. We covered it last week. But Miss Colorado makes history as the first active yeah. service member to be crowned Miss America. So we and we talked about Lieutenant Marsh. Oh shit. <laughs> I was all excited. I thought I had I had I thought I had this down.
2: Yeah, last week we went over that. And we were all just impressed that she was getting, you know, getting oh, there. Yeah, yeah. And all and all the achievements
1: I was amazed and she had done won, early yeah. on. It was you, like, know? you know, it was like Eddie Murphy's like, she fucking won. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh on Sunday night, Colorado's Madison Marsh was crowned Miss America twenty twenty-four. Marsh is a twenty-two-year-old officer in the US Air Force and a first active-duty service member to ever win the title. She's also the fourth Miss Colorado to become Miss America. I didn't know that.
2: Oh, right, Colorado representing.
1: Apparently, yes. In addition to her military background, Marsh is the founder of the Whitney Marsh Foundation. I think that's named after her mom, which honors mm-hmm. her mother, who died of pancreatic cancer in 2018 and raises money for oncology research. Uh, in the talent round, she presented a spoken word piece centered on receiving a pilot's license at 16. What were you doing at 16? <laughs> I don't know if that's that's run out yet? But... Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, granted, I mean that's that's awesome, but that's not cheap. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. sure we've all looked into like, hey, how much is a private pilot's license? So like. Oh, it's not—it's nothing for the ground school, but then when you get into flying, you got to pay for the fuel, and you're like, "Oh, I'm out."
0: (laughs) Not only you got to pay for the instructor pilot, you've got to rent the plane.
1: Yeah, it's pricey. Uh, Lieutenant Marsh is from Fort Smith, Arkansas. She graduated from the U.S. Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs last year with a degree in physics, focusing on astronomy, and was on the dean's list eight times at the Air Force Academy. Eight times. In September, Marsh started a two-year master's degree program in public policy from the Harvard Kennedy School through the Air Force Institute of Technology Civilian Instruction Program or in Civilian
0: Institution Programs. While a master she student- ought to plagiarize the entire thing. It seems okay. they come back. Nice. <laughs> And then and then attack, you know, have everyone attack, you know, say everyone's attacking her because she's just a pretty white woman.
1: Yeah, right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, going over to Harvard. Sure. Harvard. While in Massachusetts, she will work, she will also work with the Dana Farber Cancer Institute and a professor from the Harvard Medical School to research early detection of pancreatic cancer. For winning Miss America, Lieutenant Marsh wins fifty thousand dollars in scholarship money. Nice. Good for one good semester for good for half a semester at Harvard <laughs> uh, um, it was interesting because there was a there were several stories that I ran into trying to find just kind of that summary of her and they were a, a lot of them were like top gun female top gun pilot wins Miss America and I was like hold on all right man, Jesus you got a pilot slot as we talked about last week but she turned it down to go into this master's program. Now she is a private pilot's license, but she's not a jet pilot. In fact, there was a there's a picture of her where she's sitting in a cockpit with a flight suit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, you know it's for show because the name tag has Miss Colorado on it. And I was like, ah, yeah. Okay. Second lieutenant Miss Colorado. Is that your is that your call sign?
0: <laughs> and a terrible call sign.
1: <laughs> good on her because I saw an interview with her, and she goes, that picture was in the back seat. There was a female instructor pilot. I was oh, just nice. for the ride. And I was like, good on you, LT. Good on you, to cop to that, you know? So, uh, yeah, it was badass. I thought it was a great story. Uh, I'm glad she won. How could she, how could anybody beat that story, right? She's pretty. She's blonde. She's athletic. She, 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 Got into the Air Force Academy. She graduated from the Air Force Academy on yeah. the dean's list eight times in physics. And, and she's physics. not excited
2: about World Peas <laughs> right. and she or the Iraq. And then she's the started, <laughs> literally started her own what right. nonprofit.
1: And then if you go, oh, like she's just getting by on her looks. They probably skated. And, and then she goes, "Oh yeah, my mother died of pancreatic cancer, of which I started a foundation." <laughs> to research yeah. on and you're like oh <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. good job lieutenant so but what do you think well i mean what do you think right have you, have you ever i was in the army and one of the guys i had in my platoon he made the all army softball team mm-hmm. which is weird because all he could do was hit homers i mean this guy had a little bit of a pot belly you know he wasn't he wasn't sprinting down to first base. So, but you throw him any pitch, and he could hit it over the fence. And so they picked him for the All Army softball team. Now he was still on my books as a member of the platoon. Oh yeah, I never saw him. I never saw him. He was gone six months out of the year, and when he came back, he was training to go the next six months out of the year. So, I and it was kind of like I liked the guy, but Jesus, I mean, uh, you know, these army programs, which are good for public perception and, and all this kind of rivalry, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what it, I don't know what good the army gets out of it, but I lost a guy, right. He was, yeah, he was gone. Yeah. So from a superintendent
0: right. per- perspective, I remember having these arguments, you know, with squadron commanders and all that stuff. And that was always it. You know, we're already hurting for Manning. If I, if I send a guy to go, you know, be on the air force MMA team or gaming team or whatever, because yeah. you know, you'd have airmen yeah. walk in your office. And you want to do all sorts of shit. And uh, you know, but the commander would be like, "Eh, you know, how many right. kills? Call of Duty. If it's what? not, a, if it's not at least a thousand a match, I don't even want to hear about it."
1: What was and, the damn? Um, what was the damn crew competition where you lost somebody for like three months? Uh, oh, Guardian Challenge. Guardian Challenge. Yeah. It was
0: so and
1: you're like, oh, the guy's got a, you know, he's doing Guardian Challenge stuff. He's like, what is he doing? Oh, they got a they got a fundraiser or representative thing. I was like fundraiser. Well, they got to pay for their flight out to go party and get drunk yeah, that's, or whatever. whatever. Yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit. The best I thought of Guardian Challenge was uh oh man, what was the guy's name? Uh, big tall black uh, e six, I think. Who who was like he didn't make the Guardian Challenge, but he was like. Oh I'll I'll help you like be the I'll I'll be the coordinator. And we lost him too. And I can't remember <laughs> what his name damn name was. And I was like what are you doing? He's like oh I got to get jackets. I got to get I got to make, you know, arrangements and it was like yeah but these are the guys competing. He's like oh, wow they need this my is a two Swiss?
0: Yeah. Oh, I, big, Dion. There, there were there were several tall big black guys that Dion, could be you
1: know, What? It wasn't yeah. Yeah,
0: Dion. Uh, shit. Damn, I can't you remember. You're talking about. Yeah, like glasses.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dion. He uh, <laughs> was like the manager of the Guardian Challenge team. <laughs> it's like that is the most brilliant move to pull. Yeah, that. that dude
0: was always skating. He ran the like when new airmen would come in, he ran the program. That yeah, was like, right, right. Yeah, whatever yeah. they called that back then, and uh, you know it was a bullshit. You know, additional or not additional duties. It was, it, was, it was a bullshit detail. But uh, and yeah, he knew he that, and, and we so he all knew around. that.
1: I, did, I didn't begrudge him it because Dion Wilson did it. Dion Wilson, yeah, that's right. So hats off to you, Dion, if you're listening, man. And, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, not talking shit, but we're always talking shit. But but that's the whole thing. Now, what is the Air Force? Obviously, they'll they'll make some. And, and in fact, actually, the Air Force will benefit a lot from her because she talks about very glowingly about coming into the air force. and You don't think that's going to yeah,
2: help up. That's a big right? recruit yeah. recruitment bonus. Was she uh, military brat?
0: Did you find out like his, was her dad I didn't, it. No, anything, I didn't look into it. No, I didn't look into it. anything? Her dad
1: got her into uh I you know, obviously got her into being a pilot. And then once she got that private pilot's license, she said all I wanted to do was was go serve. So. Hmm. But I didn't look into the family history. Um, but, yeah, if that's all she does is tour, I mean, that's kind of Elvis, right? That's that's all Elvis did, right? He was over in Germany, but he was, you know, he was singing oh, songs yeah. and stuff, right? So,
2: Are you comparing Miss Colorado to the Elvis Presley?
1: I, I'm talking about the... I mean, dudes. she is
2: the queen, but yeah, <laughs> he was the king.
1: Not in the army. She <laughs> no, was only in E5
2: oh he was still the king <laughs> i don't know maybe he was just a prince back then oh that was early elvis
1: that was... <laughs> uh so anyway uh good honor hey, before uh,
0: you need you do need to clip that part and like that needs to be part of the intro but she is the she she is the queen but he is the king that's that was just, good that's <laughs>
1: All right. Uh next up we don't we've never done this actually. So let's uh but I ran across it. I thought it was interesting. Let's go to foreign space news. All right. From again from space.com. China's record breaking Gravity One rocket. Now Aces, amazing debut launch from ship at sea. Now who Ooh. writes an article that says Damn, That was glowing really. But ACEs. And that like uh that's like back in the fifties, right? He aced it. Anyway, uh, the Gravity One vehicle built by Chinese company Orion Space. Now, we're not supposed to say Orientals, right? Isn't that uh, kind of a band word? Easy. easy. But they called their whole company Orion Space. Anyway, it could be Orion. No, it's O R I E N. I'm just saying.
0: People spell Ryan different ways.
1: Not the Chinese. <laughs> how
0: much Chinese, how much Mandarin do you speak, Martin?
2: They have a very standard way of spelling <laughs> it.
1: Everybody already. knows that. Oh, we pronounced <laughs> that Orion. O- <laughs> well, you misspelled it, son of a bitch. Uh, anyway, I lifted off for the first time ever on Thursday, last Thursday, January 11th. The, the squat rocket rose off the deck of a ship stationed in the yellow sea uh, sending two big plumes of exhaust and some impressively large debris large pieces of debris into a blue sky gravity one deployed its payloads three yunyao 1 commercial weather satellites sure they were into their planned orbit according to orion space which declared the debut launch a success so here's a short video of Orion space. Yeah, <laughs> can't get past I like it.
2: I, I like how you're like I'm sure they were. <laughs> and yet we're like hey Starlink and us have hooked up to give
1: kinds <laughs> <have> the shit. <laughs> right, you're okay you see, with that. But can you guys see that? Here they have
2: weather satellites. Yeah, it's showing.
1: China's new <laughs> gravity one rocket. This is cool though. Look at that. Launching off of like a freighter deck. Or one of the ships that they use to catch Elon's first stage.
0: Yeah, but let's see him land that bitch
1: back on the fucking boat. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. But I mean you talk about launching it from one of the slicks here in America, and we're like, oh we got weather, we can't do that, right?
0: Well how how well, there's did... no weather here, it's a beautiful day. Yeah.
1: Well, that, that launch is, but I mean, how, you know, what's the wave level before you abandon the launch?
2: Is that an unmanned vessel?
1: Uh, Currently. Yes. That one is. Yeah. That one
2: is. No, 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 no. The ship even.
1: Oh, I don't know. Are there, are there people that close to that liftoff? (laughs) That's a good point. At at the very
2: best, you're getting a touch of the diarrhea. At the Very best. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right, You're because that close to that. all of Elon's recovery ships are robotic, I think, right? Yeah. 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 I don't, the Mars know were... if, I don't know if that one was robotic. All right, so here's some facts. Uh, Gravity One can haul about 14,000 pounds of payload to Leo. Uh, today's liftoff made it the most powerful Chinese commercial rocket, as well as the most powerful solid-fueled launcher ever to Ace again, ace ever to ace an orbital mission.
2: Are they using ace because it's the first time they've ever ra- launched that? I don't
1: know, it just seems and like it, it was they like H'd they, they they're using ace because the guy's a dork. I know what, that rocket was really booking.
2: Maybe it's because they're Asian.
0: Oh, maybe. Maybe the spell. I they were Oriental. I mean, what, what are we going here? Maybe the Ori, Ori maybe space
1: the spell check corrected it to Ace when they should have said oh, ever to Asian an no. Asian. no, no,
2: they're not visions. That's why they don't get V's. <laughs> they're Asians. Marty, right? that's an oh. old joke. Come on, <laughs>
1: that's <is> the oldest <laughs> joke. And yet you're dying.
2: Oh, yeah, it's a good
1: one. You got me. <laughs> I was telling you know my my wife was listening to some music the other day. Uh, she she listened to this one station on Pandora, and some songs that that never came on, and then there was uh, a song. Uh, it wasn't her biggest hit; it was like the secondary hit. But it was Tears for Queers or Tears for Fears, right? Jesus. And I said Tears for Queers, and she goes, "That's the dumbest joke." I was like, "That's what we said at 16." I was like, "I, I tell dad jokes that are just inappropriate dad jokes, but yeah. they're so funny." And she goes, "Shut up." I like, oh, okay. Then <laughs> there was a manic monday that came on by the Bangles and I was like, "Oh yeah. the bang holes." <laughs> she goes, "No. Oh, you got it good." <laughs> That's when she really got mad at me.
2: Yeah, you got the anniversary moves on that next <laughs> <have, didn't you? laughs> Yeah. He said the bang holes. The bang manic monday. He's he's so funny. <laughs>
1: It doesn't mean mean, all over there
2: getting dehydrated and stuff. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Hey,
1: Uh. that, that humor worked in 16. Not, not, yeah. (laughs) Uh. Uh, The company is also developing a vehicle called gravity two, which will feature a liquid fueled core and solid rocket boosters, which is targeted for 2025. So today's, uh, Oh, Uh, Then there's Gravity 3, which will combine three Gravity 2 stages, uh, just like SpaceX's Falcon Heavy. So Gravity 3's payload capacity to LEO is projected to be about 30 tons. For comparison, the Falcon 9 and Falcon Heavy can haul about 25 tons. Uh, For the Falcon 9, the Falcon Heavy can take 70 tons to LEO. So they're still not there yet, but they're getting there. They're working on it.
2: the weight capacity. Like we literally just put up 70 tons of random shit up there. Just falling
1: ashes. In, people's in ashes. A control, yeah. In a controlled <laughs> fall around <Yeah>. the world. <laughs> right. Forever. Because we're yeah. not making the moon. Uh, Thursday's galaxy. One launch was the fourth orbital mission of the year for China. The nation has ramped up its launch cadence to oppressive levels uh, recently, with the private sector playing an increasingly important role, China's launched 64 orbital missions in 2022, then broke that national record with 67 in 2023. So they're active. They're putting a lot of shysa up there, right?
2: Yeah. There's so much stuff up there.
1: I know. I know. Uh, what, was the, what was the squadron that, uh, the old squadron? I don't know what the Delta is now. The old squadron that did all the space tracking. Hey, remember who that was?
0: I don't well, there's remember. a couple of the squadrons. You're talking about the one in on the mountain, four space. You know, yeah, four, four space.
1: space. That's the one that came uh-huh. to uh-huh. space. Four space, right? You think those guys are like they're they're? I mean, they're, they're got to be going out of their mind when they're, they, China they blew be so up when they blew up the one satellite, right? Oh. And they're like, oh yeah, oh. That's, that's a thousand more tracks or whatever 10,000 more tracks and now they're just like oh china's launching and now are they are they doing it like i wonder if they're doing like the old russians right cuz the russians just let the rocket bodies up there still orbiting around i wonder if the chinese are like yeah fuck it we'll do that we'll do that same thing we got well these spectrum, are leo yeah.
0: these were launched to leo so those rocket bodies should ah, eventually good
1: yeah good point, good yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they should burn in right yeah. Yeah, it's good. Way to way to undercut my joke. Thanks, Fern.
2: Hey, <laughs> next time uh we meet in person, I'll bring my work software and I'll show you. It's it's shocking.
1: Because that's all we
2: that's what we do is help track that stuff.
1: If I could you awareness. the ability to share, could you
2: No, share? it'd be on my work laptop. Oh,
0: okay. All right.
1: You yeah. could just hold it up.
2: Yeah, I, I could.
0: I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure the proprietary, propriety, propriety guys would really like that. It's
2: government owned. We're good.
1: Yeah, yeah. <sighs> could bring yeah. more viewers in for there one episode. Go. They're like, yeah. Wow, All right. holy shit! We got ten thousand views, and we're going to jail. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> but that's a blaze of glory to go out on, man. Yeah, yeah that'd be good. All right, uh, gentlemen. Let's talk about another audit. Maybe the uh, Pentagon is doing better maybe did we maybe. pass
2: this one did we get 50 percent correct
1: no they didn't No, nah. actually nah. uh from stripes.com a dod audit finds that more than one billion dollars in u.s military aid to ukraine is not properly tracked by the pentagon it's only a
0: billion yeah i mean they were given 45. <laughs> yeah,
1: <that's> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> More than $1 billion in military weapons and equipment that the United States has provided Ukraine to fight invading Russian forces cannot be accounted for and is not being fully tracked, according to a Pentagon audit released Thursday. Since the Russian invasion of February 2022, Ukraine has been given roughly $45 billion in U.S. military aid. The Defense Department Inspector General concluded in the report that about $1 billion in weapons that are required to be tracked have not been tracked
2: 45 yeah. billion i mean you could almost give a billion to each state mm. in the union
1: yeah yeah
0: good point good point you could build a 45 billion dollar border wall
2: <laughs> i mean you could, you could fix way the left whole immigration there. system sure i Don't mean know. all yeah. the freaking Think about wow. how much New Jersey Mafia money you could spend on getting one turnpike expanded on that. Like oh
1: yeah, yeah. Or I mean, the Boston
2: Tunnel, or the what you know.
1: A lot, and we're just. We're At just least it's
2: going go to life. people in the states.
1: They how about how about run. would that I mean, save? Uh, would oh, that yeah. help Social Security out? Maybe a little bit. I don't nah, know. It's ridiculous. Um, the ninety-two page report states, "Quote." High rates of delinquency may correlate with an inability to maintain complete accountability of the defense articles, which in turn may increase the risk of theft or diversion. Achieving a complete picture of the defense articles in Ukraine will be difficult as the the inventory continues to change and accuracy and completeness will likely only become more difficult over time as the total number of defense articles in Ukraine continues to change. So, uh, the report, which is partly partly redacted, does not say exactly how many weapons have not been tracked. However, the New York Times cited the unredacted report, wrote the total is about 40,000. The untracked weapons are subject to what the Pentagon calls Enhanced End Use Monitoring, or EEUM. Uh, equipment that falls under the EEUM category requires heightened accountability and security due to its sensitive technology and smaller size, which makes it more appealing to arms traffickers. The report issued Thursday said the United States had given Ukraine about $1.7 in EEUM-designated weapons by mid-2023, according to the audit. Although US and Ukrainian personnel conducted some required inventories as of June 2nd, 2023, serial number inventories for almost 60% of EEUM designated defense articles remained delinquent. Now, here's here's the beauty of this. And and the reason I say it's a beauty is that imagine the arrogance uh like if you had a uh uh, an epr or something like that and they're like hey jake uh you failed on every uh uh every eval you took and if you had the arrogance to go you know i do a lot it would be yeah. awful <laughs> hard for me to pass every eval all right i'll see you Next. later i just left right like all right this is how the pentagon responded I'm uh,
2: surprised that spreadsheet didn't work.
1: I, I remember when we covered that. Seven I mean, ago? they
2: shared it with Congress, and but everything.
1: that wasn't that wasn't for these weapons, these EEM oh. weapons. That was just for general, you know, tires and shit like that. This huh. is about weapons. So, in response, the Pentagon concurred with some of the rec- some of the recommendations. They're like, okay, uh, twelve through seventeen. Yeah, we agree with that. But 20 through 99, we don't agree with any of that shit. Uh, But they emphasize that keeping track of tens of thousands of weapons can be difficult because of the dangerous conditions in Ukraine. And there's limited personnel available to make the weapons checks. It's not our fault.
0: So you know what? You know what? I'm actually, I'm, I'm willing to buy that that fact right it's an active sure. war zone yeah, you know sure. you've got guys probably running to the truck grabbing ATGMs, throwing them in the back of a pickup and just taking the fuck off and running right. but you're not you should at least be able to track it to that point and then boom it's gone well and then, it's but, like yeah you know, well every the thing that about this whole thing hold on hold on the thing gets me okay. about this whole thing is ukraine was what like number two in the world for the most corrupt governments yes yeah. that's why nato was out there
1: right yeah yeah yeah
0: and uh, so, I mean, to think that to think that all those trucks actually made it to that point or that they didn't actually lose track of the truck three or oh. four points prior to and then just, you know, pencil whipped it afterwards, it's a bunch of bullshit. And those fuckers are shady as all get out. It,
1: it just sounds what, like what the last exactly? accountability we had was on the docks. And we're like, yep, if that, everything's loaded.
0: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we
2: drove it to the border and we're like, all right, good. You got it. Remember <laughs> You it's said like that.
1: Every hand receipt should just say Zelensky down at the bottom. And well, like, they had, okay. they they had a truck did.
2: show up at the depot, and they're like, we signed for this truck. And the whole back of the truck, or the APC, <laughs> was full of machine guns.
1: Right. And they're and like, they're like did
2: you sign for those? And they're like,
1: we didn't even
0: know that we was didn't in
2: there. Even, <laughs> we didn't even know they were there. My bad.
0: I just wonder how many of these weapons are going to end up in the hands of cartel members down in oh, the- I Mexico. Mean, the- all of them. All of
2: them. Um, no, I'm gonna go all over the place. So, what I, what exactly is it? E E U M. Did it give you specifics yeah. of?
1: E yeah. U M is the uh, enhanced end use. So, they're weapons that the Pentagon calls enhanced end use monitoring, uh, and they have this certain set of requirements. So, they're basically uh, specific weapons equipment that falls under the E E U M category. Requires heightened accountability and security due to its sensitive technology and smaller size, which makes it more appealing to arms traffickers. Doesn't give any
0: examples, uh-huh. but
1: basically they're you know SAMS, they're machine. Uh, it's guys. gonna be. It's, it's probably gonna
0: be uh, in laws and
2: uh, yeah, yeah. And Jacks but, I mean, it, like we're not talking about like nine millimeter Berettas no, not or not freaking AR-15s. We're talking about.
1: High tech shit,
2: legit, right? High tech stuff. Oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, uh. it's bad. Alexandra Baker. Now here's here's the balls, right? Alexandra Baker, acting undersecretary of defense for policy, wrote in a response letter to the audit. Quote: While battlefield losses of E E U M articles can and do occur during active conflict, we had no problem if they're lost on a battlefield. Right. I mean, it, at, at that point, it's like, it yeah, just, that's what we said. Right. Yeah. We're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. To date, there is no evidence of unauthorized or illicit transfer of U.S. origin articles outside of Ukraine. There's no evidence yet. <laughs> yeah. Again, like, what was
2: it? Like a year and a half ago, two years ago, we were like, I'm beginning to think we're the biggest arms dealer in the world.
1: Oh, we are. Oh, right? for and, sure.
2: And we're like, we just keep confirming that and confirming that and confirming that. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, if he, even if it was legitimate arms dealing, like selling shit tons of F-16s or F-15s to other countries, I guess that's legitimate arms dealing. But now we're going into illegal arms dealing?
1: What was right. the uh, Nicolas Cage movie? that he god was a lot of war. war yeah lord of war i think
2: lord, lord of, of war, war god i yeah.
1: heard a pentagon guy say that was partially based on like reality
0: a cia guy
1: probably yeah yeah and I was like Hold well up. and guess
0: where he was from the ukraine <laughs>
1: was he really
0: <laughs> yeah but yeah oh my god you don't remember jared Leto sp- are drawing out a picture of ukraine and he couldn't get odessa just right but he was doing it in cocaine There's a scene in the movie where he's doing
1: that. Oh, it's been a while since I seen it. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, you're right. I haven't done that. I didn't realize that was Ukraine. Um given she said she goes on to say, given the closure of the and here's the here's the ballsy statement. Given the closure of the US Embassy in Kiev from February to June 2022 and hostile conditions likely to persist in Ukraine for the long time. Full accounting, quote-unquote, of EEUM articles in the manner described is an unrealistic and unobtainable expectation. Period. See you later.
2: <laughs> like, she's yeah, We know like, we're not going to account for them. I mean, how long have we been giving them stuff?
1: A couple of years two now, years. right? Co-
2: yeah, two years. Two years, right? Like It's at least that, right? Two years. Okay. Yeah. And she's like... Well, you closed the embassy in Kiev for four months.
0: Yeah.
2: How could
1: I possibly be able to? And I got no people over there anyway. So this is, it's not going to happen. I, I okay. Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: I mean, you just hand the program over to the Ukrainians and you say, trap this shit. Oh my huh? God. It, it's,
1: it's, uh, but you know, it, and we're saying, oh my God, because here's some evidence that this shit is happening, right? I, how long have we been doing this? I mean, even under Reagan, we had contras, right? The Iran Contra affair. God knows, mm-hmm. we still don't really know how big that was. It was probably huge, and probably every president has said, well, What was the uh, What was the Obama deal? Um, uh,
2: the Iran guns. No, the guns, the uh, guns fast to period, Mexico. Yeah. Shit, tons furious, of guns. Right? Yeah. yeah,
0: it was oh, an ATF. They're trying to track guns to the cartel and see right. how so they gave them they guns. Shit.
1: Yeah ha 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 we got the serial
0: numbers actually i thought that started under bush
1: it might it and could have could it, could and have. Then it just came out obama. under obama yeah, yeah it could have it could have yeah
2: well that whole movie american made is all about
1: oh yeah we yeah, talked yeah. about
2: that tom cruise right running drugs they hired cia hired him and yeah he was running I'm drugs like to Colombians. Sell. <laughs> from Colombia. <laughs> Back here in the states,
1: that uh, the Vietnam vet Joe Guagno that I interviewed, he yeah. he had that one part where he he said we chased, uh, we were chasing a patrol and they crossed Cambodian line, and they started getting return fire. And I said, "What? Who, oh, they they stopped and turned." And he goes, "No, they were jeans and t-shirts shooting back at us yeah. because they had stumbled into an Air America's drop site." Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, Air America!
0: It's as dirty as you can get, right? All sorts of shady <laughs> shit going on. That's, but here's
2: what's funny: is like, we're still shocked by it. We're still upset by it, right? Yeah. We just quoted yeah. right. some shit that many the yeah. U.S. did to start or instigate or fuel or profiteer off of all the wars that were in our t- or conflicts that it's, were in our
1: lifetime. You know, as as this, as more and more independent people are, are coming for it and, they, and they're like, oh, yeah, we did this, we did that, we did this. And you're like, holy shit, you know, this it really starts gnawing at your faith in the government and the military and the institution. You're like, yeah, this is bad. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, it's, uh... Uh, and it's, you know, the more that comes out, And here you go, right here. I mean, this isn't directly saying anything, but it does outline the government's response and their position. It's just like, look, we know we're not going to be able to track this stuff. You know, just keep giving it to them. It's
0: okay. Mm -hmm. It's
1: all right. Go look at that shiny
0: thing over there.
1: (laughs) And and, uh, with Congress in as much turmoil as it is and both sides profiting from it, Who's really gonna go? Let's. We gotta dig into this, you know. Except for like Rand Paul. Rand Paul would dig into anything. Right? Yeah, he'll he'll go after anybody, <laughs> but nobody'll listen to him. So, it's, no. Um... no. no. Anyway, uh, let's get uh... okay. Before we get to this next article, and then we're we're getting close, right? And then we'll get to Vern's article here in a second. But before we get to this next article, I want to give you guys some perspective—just stuff that I thought of off the top of my head, right? So I looked it up on the people who'd served overseas in World War II. And it was like 16 months on average of the close to a couple million people that we had. So they did 16 months overseas. Uh, Vietnam vets were, you know, Army. Most, most services were 12 months. Marines were 13 months. And then you came back. Iraq, Iraq, Afghanistan, sometimes there were short tours, but a lot of those guys went back for multiple tours
2: yeah
1: right i think during all that combat and this is off the top of my head okay so don't don't go oh you're full of shit because i know i'm full of shit just like the pentagon lady says yeah i know i am so what you gonna do about it but i think during all that combat time served nobody was really promoted because they're like oh you did three tours over in iraq shit let's promote you
0: right
1: Oh yes. yeah, well,
0: every well when everyone has multiple tours,
1: uh, right, right. How are you going to rise above, right? Yeah, but still, they're they're still like, okay, thanks, uh, you know, e five. Uh, I know you went over there three times, but you still got you know six more months before you're eligible for e six. Uh, and so for the most time, most part, it was time and grade, and still you had, still had to hit those mandatory bulls. I knew guys who got screwed because they were supposed to go to school and they got deployed. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't get to go to school and they came back and they're like, "Oh, yeah, you still got to go to that school." Like, son, you didn't it.
2: get promoted.
1: Well, that's
0: that's why you got to flex really hard on those breakfast burrito fundraisers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the breakfast burritos. Yeah. Well, the army just created a way to get promoted with no combat time. Zero. So, from military.com, and we talked about this months ago, but the first wave of Army non-commissioned officers gets automatic promotions for completing recruiting school. Aha. Dozens of non-commissioned officers receive fast-track promotions for graduating the Army's recruiting school in recent weeks, part of a controversial move by the service as it desperately grapples with a depleting yeah. pool of NCOs interested in serving in the role. Yeah, when you force your non-vol guys over into that role, nope. nobody wants to do it. Of the 145 soldiers who attended the Army Recruiting Corps, the latest Army Recruiter course, 56 NCOs were automatically promoted from sergeant to staff sergeant, according to the service. The graduation of promotions occurred December 21st, but the Army widely announced it on social media only last week, Thursday. In November, the service shifted its policy and started allowing automatic promotions for sergeants who became, who become recruiters. The only stipulation is that the NCO be in good standing, but time and grade and attendance of the advanced leadership course is not accounted for. You're, here you go. E5, right. you're now an E6. The move means a freshly promoted sergeant could potentially skip that rank by attending the eight week recruiter course. Eight weeks, two months, of course, and you're an E6. It's effectively the only instance in recent history in which a soldier could receive an automatic promotion exclusively for attending a school. Furthermore, if you go to the school as an E6, right, and you recruit 24 applicants during the first year, E7. Senior NCO. Just get 24 people to sign up. You jump all of that stuff. No yeah. senior NCO academy. No. I wonder if you have that.
2: to make it up. Like, as soon as you're no, out of that No, they're position, saying, no, schools
1: to... don't, don't. it doesn't matter. We're pinning it on you. And off you go. So, do you guys remember, wow. uh, I was reserved, right? I was reserved when I knew you guys uh, the whole time. But when was the great staff sergeant giveaway in the Air Force?
0: uh 03 i think it was early there, there, right it was there's been a couple but yeah it was like 03 that was the big famous one i think right
2: when they you get know, that I, got, I think there was a big one in in 01 also too
0: it was, oh, was somewhere it? early in my career i remember that yeah. i don't think it was quite one yeah. i think it was because they were somewhere in the early
2: 2000s yeah i remember willie and i got trash talked because they were like well you were in the stuff started giveaway."
1: I was I just going to ask they, that. Did you get? Did you get shit? Because,
2: done? yeah, but I what? The, well I they know, lowered we, the
1: scores, it's not your fault, right? Yeah, and
2: and we had because I got promoted to staff sergeant, or I got the line number when I was a weapons guy. So I tested as okay. a weapons guy, and I think we had nine or ten people eligible to to get or to even test. Yeah if not more i don't know um and only 3 of us made it oh okay. and and the two that made it were like senior airmen for like a couple years oh, for a
1: while yeah okay yeah.
2: yeah i snuck in like right at the last minute i was like oh i'm eligible i'm a i'm a month into the eligibility all right first time testing you know and
1: that's when they they dropped that score and you were like in
2: I'll take it, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, I could yeah. give
1: it back, right?
2: But it is still, though, it wasn't that many people in my shop didn't get promoted. Okay. So it was crazy.
1: But I was going to ask. But they you about gave it. us a hard
2: time about it. Now, That's what I was going to
1: ask about. Yeah. But the
2: next couple of years after that, Vern's right, though, because the years after that had a higher promotion and then a higher promotion, I think. Oh, really? Because they didn't get everybody they needed in the first year. Well, oh, you got sure. to think what's probably it was. And,
0: what well, drove it was nine eleven, and then the the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. The services realized yeah. they didn't have enough people at those ranks, so it drew it. it but yeah, news, right be right it before nine
1: eleven, they had that big riff, so they got rid of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we were in the trough and and coming out of that thing, so they were like, "Yeah, we need people." Uh, but I I wanted to ask you two guys if you got shit, and yeah, you just said that they did. I mean, I was reserve, and that those promotions pissed everybody off. All time. Well, yeah. Oh, Reserve reserved. is yeah. Oh, you got as
2: soon as you met time and grade time and service, you automatically got promoted. If, if you, had,
1: if a, in if you had a spot, position, right? right? Yeah, if you had a spot. Yeah, you yeah. had to have a and spot in the unit, and then you had to complete
0: your PME, which you could do in yeah. four spots, where the active yeah. duty guys had to go in person. And, and, yeah. and none
1: of those were all that bad, right? I mean, we dealt with yeah. it. You know, you just go along with it. What do you think that's going to do? You get a guy who who makes E seven. Yeah. And then he's going to come out of recruiting command and go back to his unit. And now he's going to be a platoon sergeant vying for a first sergeant position. And they're like, oh, How long did you spend as E6? He and he's like, oh, I don't know, six months.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, in those schools, yeah. those schools all their, their bullshit. But they do teach you certain skills that you do need to move forward. I mean, there's a purpose for sure. those benchmarks. Yeah. You know, you go through and you do go, Oh, shit, I didn't know that. But and, you know
1: uh, the human nature of the active-duty guy sitting, oh, there's gonna be sitting some right stuff. next to you, and he's an E6, and he's sitting next to an E7, who should be an E6. But because he was able to recruit 24 guys, and he's
0: like, Motherfucker. Nah, well, okay. They're going to have to make a little uh, asterisk patch to put next to your ring.
2: <laughs> no way. I think, you know what? If that guy pissed, wanted it man. so bad, if he wanted it so bad, he, he could have been a fucking done. recruiter. Good point. Yeah, good yeah. you you were like, oh, the mission comes first. Yeah, the mission needs bodies to do that. And recruiting is part of that, you know?
0: Hey, Jake, just because you got staff and the great staff sergeant giveaway doesn't, <laughs> I know, exactly stick up for I, all the other I people want, getting bullshit promotions. I want, and then all out. your
1: other promotions were reserved ones. So, yeah, you know. no, i know I'm just bullshit.
2: I made tech active, I made master active, I gave it up for a tech sergeant and AGR spot. Holy shit, I so, didn't know that you dropped down. Fuck. yeah! I like, cuz I was like
1: spots,
2: Oh, that's exactly it. And I was like, yeah, you, you know what? Have the spot available. The speed yeah. at an expanding reserve unit like the rate of promotion oh, in that. Smart. Yeah, it's smart. I was definitely I was already going to be all others. Right. Right. As like meaning it would be a full year and a half almost before I got you know, or a full year before I got promoted. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like,
1: I'll probably
2: it's, get Master in the Reserves in that same amount of time. Sure,
1: so. sure. Um, but it's that whole thing when you get, uh, especially Vern, you are space your whole time, right? So you uh-huh. see guys cross-train, right? Don't know shit about shit. And they're cross-training at E6. And you've been in the whole time with all that knowledge. And they're like... Yeah, I was a cop before. I thought I'd come over here and, and get E6 or maybe E7 early. and you, know, like you don't know your ass from a hole in the ground. You don't think He's that, that chaps you a little bit. right? That's exactly so, what's so going so on sir,
0: right yeah, now. So, but as a space guy who had to deal with a bunch of dudes, you know, when it came to the mission, they did know to kind of pull back, you know, like the ego wasn't always there when it came to okay. the mission. If you okay. had a really sharp senior airman on crew and you were the brand new tech to that crew, okay. you capitulated and you let him go for it and you learned and then you showed him how you were learning and all that, you know, you, you did do the NCO yeah. thing and, yeah. you know, there it was very rare that you had a cross tread that was, you know, a complete asshole about that. Now I could have been a complete asshole about everything else that NCOs are assholes about. But uh, sometimes even worse than you know your normal space dude. But there's plenty of space guys that let that shit go to their head too. And uh, I would say the cross threads that came in, they they did recognize the disparity there between you know operational knowledge and uh, being an NCO, and it's it's just not the same. It you know, your your rank doesn't necessarily dictate your position on career
2: or your experience level, but yeah. Marty. They're running into that right now, right? Because think about yeah. all those Army and Navy and Marine Corps people that came oh, over and joined yeah. Space Force.
1: that They are forced, forced over, over. Forced over.
2: Pushed right? over. And you know, I mean, I'm not trash talking the Army. I'm just saying, no, that's a good if, point. Yeah. if I'm a senior leader in the Army and they say, you have to give up this percentage of people, right. I'm not going to send you all my A-team right
1: well sure yeah Sure.
2: i'm gonna give you some c's and d's in there you know right like, how
1: that worked right so they so we gobbled. that's up how all, it worked we we took all of army space did they give yeah. those guys an option to go you can we didn't take all the, manning. the space force or you can reclass in the army
2: we only took a certain amount of manning and the army still had a very very limited number of pure space people it didn't have a space mos still i would imagine it was an
0: officer thing where the fa40s crossed those guys those guys are awesome right yes right
2: but the enlisted guys i'm not trash talking my wonderful enlisted i'm just saying they didn't have a ton of permanent mos dedicated space people they were all like four years or six years over here and that's they got involved into space
1: let's talk as we were sitting there in simmers Right. And yeah. we get a and we're sitting on the mission side and you get an event and the officer has to authorize you to release that event. Right. But you go to J tags with three guys in there and an E six they'll be like, release it. Right? Yeah, go. And
0: that guy comes over to space and he's like,
1: what?
2: And and those guys aren't space
0: guys. They were, they were trans. There's there's a takeaway there. The difference is the strategic community, the strategic is attached to it. And the fact that that could have nuclear implications to it.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's true. They were releasing on theater. You're right. You're right. They were releasing on theater, but still the mindset because the army tends to power down to the NCOs the air force tends to take that away from the NCS. Yeah. They're going up. for the most yeah. part. Right. So that mindset of them coming over, doing the same mission, they're reading dots too. And they're like, I got to ask, I got to, what this Lieutenant has to do- <laughs>
0: It's gotta well, be. Well, and, and to it. there, again put that into perspective. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times on crew on your actual crew dog cruise, um you know, to see anything higher than a, uh, a lieutenant or a captain out there working shift work was relatively rare.
1: Well, yeah, but now with the new config they got. Right.
0: It's it's usually a major as the overarching crew commander, but still in the mission cell, it's, right. it's still a captain or a lieutenant. I mean, so it's pushed down fairly low, and those <laughs> guys are highly trained. Um, and then, I mean, and then you've got, you know, four or five enlisted right there in front of you confirming everything. So it's not like the enlisted guys have been left out.
1: All right, all right. Jake, why are you stroking flannel back there? I don't know what you were doing. No,
2: yeah, my it kept flashing in my screen and it was bugging me.
1: Oh, I thought maybe smell like a lumberjack like, like, oh. yeah. <laughs> No, I
2: was pulling down my Portland. I have a Portland Timber scarf that hangs over the door, and oh, I normally okay. take it down. Oh. Wow. Um, but I didn't do it, and it was green and white, and it was kind of who are the mess with the background uh the only well other than the trailblazers the the portland timbers are the mls team professional mls team in oregon
0: when did this turn into a european podcast why the fuck are you talking about
2: soccer we we only get a a soccer team and a basketball team that's all hey was there was
0: there
1: a was there a pt event that caused more injuries than playing soccer on pt
2: yeah ultimate frisbee was a good one yeah i will say ultimate frisbee Frisbee was
0: was usually pretty
1: bad but soccer was the worst i think
2: soccer knees and stuff yeah
1: all right since we're all warmed up mike hit us with uh what you got
0: with your story all right um so on sunday the uh the mainstream media decided to drop out an article Titled, U.S. Military Academies Focus on Oaths and Loyalty to the Constitution. Uh, For 75 minutes, Major Joe Amorazo quizzes students in SS-202, American Politics, about civilian leadership of the military, the trust between the armed forces and the public, and how the military must not become a partisan tool. And this was at West Point, that guy was, right? Yes, it was at the U.S. Military Academy, otherwise known as West Point.
1: Um, (laughs) We used to say, you suck my ass. That was another
0: dad joke, right? Because it was USMA.
1: I was like, oh, you suck my ass. (laughs) See? So there was one answer he said that
0: would always be acceptable. In his class filled with second-year students at the USMA, hesitantly, one cadet offered a response, the Constitution. Yes, Amorosa said emphatically. His message to the students, known as yearlings, was simple. Their loyalty is not about particular candidates. It's not about a particular person or personality that occupies these positions. It's about the Constitution. So uh, why drop that on a Sunday? And why is this news? Right.
2: Right. Well, we we do swear an oath to protect and defend, right? But we also swear an oath to... To obey the orders of the officers appointed over us, right? You know, yeah, and the civilians.
1: I, I so mean, it's, it's never been a thing, or, 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 or at least as long as I've been in the military. Well, we a,
2: we got numerous briefings on not like things like that, on whatever the hot button is. Like, don't sure. you know you're not supposed to trash talk the president?
1: Right. Like or don't go to a political trash to pre- event nobody. or, yeah, yep. you can't do any of that.
2: Every, every election season, don't yeah. trash talk the president. Don't go to the political event in your uniform. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: you can't represent the military at any civilian. Yeah. In, in, yeah. We
2: always life. get those briefings, right? Yeah. but
1: And everybody kind of knew it. I, I remember going through it. And everybody was like, yeah, of course not.
0: Yeah, so do? they're
2: driving at home now or something? Or.
0: Yeah, there. Well, I mean, there again. That's the question: is right. why drop this on a Sunday, and then yeah. why does this need to be said? You know, it was one of those things. You know, from the get go, with me joining the military, you know, I I knew about these things. I you know read right. through the oath. I understood the Constitution and the, that the President of the United States is the Commander in Chief. Why must me? Why must we have? The mainstream media coming out and saying, "Why would they drop it on a Sunday? If it's really, you know, if, if we really want to foot stomp it, why not put that out on, you know, Monday?" And, no, uh
1: the first Republican caucus was <laughs> yesterday or the day before. Uh-huh. Is that why they dropped it on Sunday, right before that?
0: So let's see, cadets cadet, cadets encounter an array of classes on the Constitution, and in some cases, the history of the civilian military relationship. Each graduate is commissioned, takes multiple oaths at school, and during their service. Milley emphasized the significance of the oaths in his retirement address last fall, appearing to take aim at Trump. Mm. So there again, you know, if we're if we're being nonpartisan, not bipartisan, but nonpartisan, None. why are we yeah. taking shots? Yeah, um,
1: that's a good point. That, that's a very that's a subtle but a very good point. It's not being bipartisan is being nonpartisan,
0: right? Well, and he, and what he said, I don't necessarily disagree with. It. We don't take an oath to a king or a queen or to a tyrant or a dictator, and we don't take an oath to be to a wannabe dictator. That's
1: the that oh, second half is okay. what I
0: take issue with.
1: Yeah, I mean, and what do you say, wannabe dictator?
0: Yeah, what, what what does that mean? What and, does that uh, mean? right? So yeah, there's there's just a lot of questions here. And you
2: know, both sides are so guilty of this shit, right? Like, want to be dictator? Okay, well, literally, the Democratic Party just canceled the primary in Florida. They canceled other, like, they're before the deadline to submit your name was done. They had already said
1: nope, closed. Yeah, and, we're not gonna do it that way. And
2: want- Joey B is our man. But okay, we're all for the democratic
1: le- process, except when we don't like the democratic process. I mean, I just can't change it.
2: That's pretty dictatorial. Like that, that's right. Like we just got on Zelensky about canceling fucking that's
1: right. primaries suspended and elections. It. He
2: suspended, he suspended, it. suspended. Well, no, he
0: suspended it. the entire election, yeah. but well, they are also in a hot war where people they, are dying. How, how are you going to get a ballot to some dude on the front line?
2: Okay, yeah, I because two thirds of that agree country that is some import. of it is yeah, some of it is justifiable, but it's it's still suspect.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely right? suspect. Right. And we
2: definitely can't be pointing these fingers and doing at either side when we're both like both sides are guilty as shit.
1: Oh yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> but read that next paragraph,
0: uh, Mike. All right, hold on a second. <laughs> No, no. No. Okay, at the Air Force Academy, the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol was a top subject of discussion in the Civil-Military Relations class when junior and senior cadets began the spring semester the next day. The coincidental timing brought introspection about their oaths as future officers, So the instructor, Mary Beth Ulbrich. One result was a cadet-driven initiative, The Oath Project.
1: But wait, let's let's stop right there. And we're talking about the federal military, and you're gonna you're gonna coincide that with January sixth. January sixth was a was a civil civil thing on Conus. Federal military has no play there, right? It wasn't ever like, hey, you know, we're not at Kent State. Let's call in the federal military. It's like, oh no, let's call the National Guard, because federal military. Can't play because of what?
2: No, I wasn't. What on for rule? That one. What rule? whatever Why that? Why the federal is.
1: military can't play in the Posse Comitatus? Sorry, Posse Comitatus, which is it, which is like Bangkok. It's like so close to being dirty. It's awesome. That's another dad joke. Hey, it's Posse Comitatus. <laughs> it
2: was horrible. Jeez. So, so that once again, uh, though, that was the. That was the reason that they were talking shit about Trump deploying army to the southern border. He wanted they the don't National have, Guard, right? Y- right? Yes. So he Which wanted the National Guard, yeah. but they put active duty and, I think, National Guard, but on federal orders so right. that they, yeah, they, activated they could them, not yeah. arrest or do anything against no, they had them.
1: No, they had no authority. True.
2: They had no authority at all.
1: Right. But saying that this article... Is saying that oh we gotta make we gotta make sure these guys know yeah the, that the you can't timing is some battle. bullshit though the president couldn't the curriculum couldn't timing was bullshit he couldn't say hey federal military get in there he doesn't have that no. authority yeah right he has no authority to do that that's a ridiculous premise for whoever wrote this article and it's and a the, ridiculous premise the curriculum
2: premise. timing is bullshit yeah and it's I mean, a ridiculous
1: the... premise to try to teach that to students to go look, don't you listen to the president? If he orders you in to go shoot American citizens, <laughs> <Come on>. what? <laughs> He's, yeah, he that's,
0: doesn't that's have crazy. the
1: authority to do it. He can't do and, uh, it,
0: right? Well, and but, I, you know, the, and something like that, you know, the, the military would balk. It would immediately, absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. it would go immediately Right. You know, you know, even even going back to you know Second Amendment issues and you know thinking about this stuff for the last twenty years. If the United States government deployed the US military against its own citizens to go and confiscate guns, it would be a complete shit. Bit. Yeah. And, uh,
2: Marty yeah. just brought up Kent State where military shot civilians.
1: Yeah. And like that was, the national shot... was a national guard. There's a national guard. National Guard, yeah, National it, Guard. It, yes,
2: but you say you don't think the military would true. do yeah, or follow true. these orders.
0: Oh, I, I, I don't. Historically well, you know, speaking, I they've proven they've done. It. Well, that's oh,
2: it would be a shift. Yeah, it would be a shift. Yeah, be and,
0: and because because Kent State happened, I think that you're I, yeah you're a little bit smarter than average military member. You know, I would I would hope that I would most hope so, yeah. officers would see the uh, the problem. Was something like that. You
1: would hope that we have enough history of things gone wrong in this country that most guys would be like, mm, "I don't think I would want to do that. I don't think that's lawful yeah. to do that, right?" Been. But at the time, uh, you know, you get threatened with a court martial. you're like, "Okay, I guess I, I guess I better do it, right?" But it's still, it's. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know, and that, and maybe that's part of the reason why we can't recruit. You know, I, I in I, in a in a roundabout big way. You know, I I think there's some there's some faith lost in the employment of the military. Uh, uh, not that we were using the military against that against the civilian populace. True. Yeah. So why the emphasis on this article? Like you said, Vern. Like why the emphasis on this article, the timing, the, the, the tone of it. Why do they have to teach lieutenants? We obey the constitution. That's yes. That's easy, right? That's out there, but why are they emphasizing it?
0: Well, and why is it a two Oh two course, not a one Oh one course? Like it oh, should, yeah. Yeah. should be the first thing you do. Like as soon as you get in and you know where your classes are, this should be the first class you go to.
1: Sure. It should have almost been a prep course.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right?
1: I mean, uh, who, who's questioning uh, if I sign up for the military, are they going to make me shoot American civilians? Like, no, dummy.
0: No. You in So fact, let me let me continue out. on. <laughs> let me continue on. When, the, when students examined the three O's, they'd they sworn to, they said they realized there had not been much education about them. A line by line breakdown, what does that mean? What are you really swearing your allegiance to essentially? The group suggested more emphasis on the history and purpose of their oaths, and also what are you actually swearing your allegiance to? Uh, One point was, was showing the distinction between countries where the military professed allegiance to sovereigns or individuals as opposed to the US military's oaths constitution. So at least they're at least they're being proactive about think, it and yeah I think about it's it cool
2: that they're asking good
1: solid questions. But the timing and the person involved in the politics is shitty. Yeah. I mean with uh, with uh, what they're trying to say is that if Trump gets elected president, you don't have to listen to him if he tells you to go shoot Americans. And it's it's totally a ridiculous mm-hmm. policy or a premise but that's what they're gearing him towards That's what well and they-, they wrap it all around January 6th which
0: there again while there may have been active duty military involved in January 6th I mean there was thousands of people involved in January 6th yeah and uh, uh good job gentlemen on behalf of all
1: of us here I'd like to thank you for listening today please like share subscribe and let us know how we did in the comments and make sure next week that you are not Late. late four, four. changeover. <laughs> Jesus, I thought we're doing
2: all there was like way too much time. That was too slow, but that was close. That, uh, was, that was, yeah. Close. I was like, all right,
1: four. I know it was, yeah, supposed but to go you but didn't
2: but, do, man. you didn't do late four changeover. You I, did well, late.
1: because I was watching Mike's face and I was like, oh, I
0: shouldn't four. have done that. that was, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I mean, wow. I could lead it.
1: But I thought you were leaving it. Well, uh, I'm to fuck falter. it
0: up, though. Don't you worry. I'm still gonna hey. fuck it
1: up. Man, thanks for the week. I'll see you next week.
2: <laughs> All right, you guys have fun. And Eric, hopefully you're not skipping leg day too much because those calves need some work
1: and some paint. Oh, they need some stain, <laughs> some slather on them. At Teapot, go get Miss America's autograph. He's about
2: busy waddling around there pretending he's freaking yeah. super injured as he can
1: get He skips to the front of the line. He's doing a quick pass, pushing little kids yeah. out of his way. Come on, I son. had a hip replacement. I had a hip
0: replacement.
1: <laughs> and Michigan, what? Go blue. Get out of the way, kid. <laughs> out
0: of the way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Uh.